Hey guys, welcome back to Real Games Podcast with Greg and Danny. What's up? How's it going, everyone? Good to see you again, man. We, it's been a little while since we've done this. We've both been pretty fucking busy. Yeah, we started two episodes that we... It looked like we were releasing on every Monday, and then I had a move. You had some shit going on with your life, so mm-hmm. took, took a little break, but we're back. We're back, baby. Yeah. You know what I... I just debated there as I was about to swear. I was thinking like, ooh, should I swear on this podcast? But then I was thinking like, this is our podcast. We can we can swear on it if we want to. Yeah, I've been swearing up a storm in the last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have too, but you know, sometimes you just don't register it at all. You're like, that. that's not even uh, swearing. That's just how you speak. Yeah, no, but especially with like, everything now and, and our jobs too, we're teachers. So it's like we have to kind of censor ourselves day to day anyway. So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. When I see a friend of mine that works at school, sometimes I like slip back into talking like that. And then I'm just thinking like, Oh, there are a lot of people around me that should not be hearing <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that, that sort of language. Um, but today is a special day because we are on our launch day. It is hours before we push the little tiny Kickstarter button and put out Collector for the first time. And we are very excited. Yeah, it's exciting. It's nerve wracking. It's and all the emotions all in one. But uh, yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm really looking forward to just getting this out there, obviously to get it out there and to get go through all the motions of Kickstarter and figure all that shit out. But also just to just to start new stuff too, like the, the oh, prospect yeah. of like, oh, that's coming up on the horizon now we can start working on other things too it's exciting Well, you were talking before too about design wise with collector it's all black and white of course which is great for for collector and this it suits it very well but you were saying that you're pretty stoked to like get back to the color rainbow kind of thing right? yeah no i mean with collector it came really naturally to all of us like how it just came together and the design language we're using, the everything that we're doing just kind of worked really well. So I'm excited to start a new challenge where we can start talking in a different language and I don't know. Yeah. Just use different elements and I'm, I'm done yeah. with these assets, <laughs> these graphic assets that are all on my computer. I'm, yeah, I'm happy exactly. to we can kind of put them in the archive for a little while. Exactly. Like, hey, yeah. I don't have to see you for a while. <laughs> yeah. I think we were talking about this too, like where, especially as we get close to the finally just pushing the launch, because I know a lot of Kickstarters, they work kind of after they, they've started the Kickstarter, right? That's uh, you know, the people are still adding to their books or yeah. if they're doing RPGs and um, it's not really set in stone once it gets to the Kickstarter date that they've, you know, they can be fully funded and they're still changing the book. You know, yeah. Uh, or even just halfway through and somebody makes a comment, like, hey, you guys should really add stretch goal stretch goals. You you're way over your your goal and everything. And then people mm-hmm. are like, oh, that's a good idea. So they start adding stretch goals, like things like that. Things are constantly changing. So yeah, and I I think we kind of did it backwards in that sense, where we were not not nervous in a sense, but maybe like we we wanted to show ourselves that we could finish something like that first i think and really like bring it to completion before we said okay we're we're ready to push push play on the kickstarter 
you know? Yeah, but I, yeah, but also because it's our first project, we wanted to be, I think, as overprepared as we knew how to be, because yeah. obviously things in the next month, when our Kickstarter's up, things will come, things will happen. Oh, absolutely. And I, I or they won't, and we'll just fail miserably. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. That's true yeah. too. But I think we've we've seen that in the last couple of days too, where. Hey, I don't necessarily want to. Oh, actually, it doesn't really matter. People can hear it. Where I made a huge mistake, and it was something oh, yeah. where I'm. I'm sure you guys have had experiences like this, where you're just you're working on something so intently, and it just so consistently throughout the days that just something that's right there in front of your nose, you just completely miss. And we have a, it's a blind spot, uh, like, really. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it just becomes your blind spot. And it, it it was my blind spot because when I was doing all my testing, it didn't actually appear because it couldn't possibly have appeared. So we have this um, opponent list where the GM can choose which opponents, or not choose, but they roll dice to see which opponents the roller is going to face. And I had the opponent list go from two which I was like, okay, you can't roll a one when you roll 2d6 because you roll 2d6 to decide who these opponents are. Uh, it went from two to 66, and that made sense to me. And so we went all the way through, you know, with nine and eight and 10. It went and from and 12 fine. to 66. Was it 12? Oh, yeah, yeah, because you got to yeah, put them in order, right? So a one, no, 11, sorry, 11, because you could have two ones, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, that's right, yeah, so yeah. you can put... <laughs> don't even know my I know we're still getting it wrong <laughs> it was obviously such a blind spot and I I was doing some play testing with someone else today and I was thinking like I had to be checking on things and I had seen people do this on kick, uh, like Kickstarter stuff before RPGs where they're doing an actual play with their friends or something and they were still checking stuff and then back in my mind I thought like you've been working on this for for months how would you still need to check it it, yeah. it would just be right there but no, because it changes so much all the time as you're working on it. And it becomes such a thing. And there's so many different people like adding into it. It's just, yeah, you you know it, but you don't know those specific things. Yeah. So basically what happened was it went oh, from yeah, yeah. 11 to 66 to and all the numbers in between, which clearly doesn't make sense because you can't have You can't a roll seven. 48. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't roll a 47. Yeah. yeah, but I remember when we when we were putting together the book at the beginning, and I said, um, I just remember this really well. I was like, ah, we should start from twelve or eleven, whatever, right? We should start from eleven, and then we were like, oh yeah, very smart, you know. And we both kind of patted ourselves on the back for being like, that was a good catch. <laughs> totally. And the only reason I had caught it too was because I was dorkily sending a, a video of mm. one of our test sprints to mm. my parents and explaining the game to them mm. as it went along. And uh, you can you can hear me. I wish I'd say the video. I immediately just stopped making the video, so it deleted afterwards because it was on uh, WhatsApp. Mm. And um, you can hear me just stutter for a second and be like, oh, yeah, you can roll any of these opponents. And then there's just a silence, and I realize what's happened. Man, I'm like so glad you caught that, because imagine we put it out, and it's just like, yeah, there's three people working on this, and we've been over, <laughs> like, edits and doing things over and over. How did none of us catch this? Like, such a dumb 
like to to a reader or a player it's such a a, a glaring mistake that would be like obviously you can't do this but to yeah. us it was just i don't know we totally missed it well i think one of the reasons i missed it too was that in the playtest it never came up because you couldn't physically roll those numbers yeah. right so we're saying you roll 2d6 and then you put them in any order you want so if you get a five and a two you could have 25 or 52 and then you go look at those characters but they never came up because you couldn't roll those so i never looked at it closer you know yes yeah. but i think silver lining kind of happy accident because now we yeah. added a whole new section of alternative uh, opponents you could have and you had to add more just to kind of like flesh out the whole number system yeah. so now people have more to do so yeah, exactly. silver lining so now what overall we have it goes from 11 to 66 right yeah oh with, man I, sh I shouldn't do math right now <laughs> with uh <laughs> 18 19 20 with four gone in between each each uh, uh multiple yeah, yeah. of 10. oh no nice. this is no no possible way but no but it's six for each one uh oof. edit this edit this danny <laughs> i'm not going to <laughs> uh, anyways it's a lot yeah it's you know, a lot it's a lot of things 60 wait would it be 60 is that right no it'd be 50 50 <laughs> do you really want to work this out okay i could do this no 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 no, no we're doing it now for eight oh, 16 times two is 32 yeah yeah yeah. So 32 30. plus 32 is 64 opponents in total. In total. Okay, we have we now. Go. We got it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And that's how you math. That's how you math, you know? guys. There you You're go. welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was really good audio, too. Riveting. Just people yeah. falling, taking notes, <laughs> trying to figure out a mystery with us. <laughs> oh, God. But actually, that, that makes me... I wanted to talk to you about this because I was thinking about how so since we work as a collective and we have uh, the, our artist who also is is part of the collective and we're talking about by the way can i just pause for a second and, and go back and say those numbers don't even add up i'm just thinking back now but that's okay <laughs> because that's just the the gap but anyway let's move past that and just say there's a lot of opponents Right, yeah. right. So it would be, oh, I wondered, I was thinking like, what are you talking about with 16? But then I was like, no, nah, I can't. Just, just can't go with it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, okay, anyway. Uh, but we were, we were talking about um, our artists that's working with us at Ideal Hands, and um, it's, it's uh, well, our, our friend Joe and Brown. And um, he, we're, we're thinking about how when you're working as art and we actually wanted to have him on as a guest today to talk about it but i he's he's busy figuring the last parts of the the launch out which is fair enough because right now yeah it's like four hours away yeah we're um, all stressing a little bit but yeah yeah exactly but this this but hey we to gotta talk us. to our fans you know yeah exactly all we of our fans. Let people know. yeah <laughs> like all those all those fans <laughs> yeah but this helps, it, for me, this helps to calm me, but I, I don't think it helps to calm Joe, and that's fair enough, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, but we're thinking about how when you're working on something like this, and the different, of course, we're, we're all doing a lot of, uh, we, we have our thumbs in a lot of different pans? That's, Is that what yeah, you That's say? exactly the same. Good job. The, <laughs> 
<laughs> we got our thumbs in different pants. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's... <laughs> okay. Uh, We've all got our different tasks. Let's just yeah, put it that way. But but we're also doing little bits of everyone else's and stuff. Yes. And, wow. I obviously I'm I'm working on being more articulate for this <laughs> podcast. Uh, so we're thinking about how though, like if you were doing a lot of the art, you you can really like calculate your time that you're putting into that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you especially with Joe, his pieces are are so beautiful, and so. A lot of the time I've seen him work because he streams on yeah, Twitch. Yeah, I was watching him stream too, and I was like, fuck, the amount of, like, time he puts into one tiny little area. It's just like, okay, this takes a hell of a long time. This isn't just a, a yeah. quick thing he does. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and I, I thought that was interesting because through my experience of, of working on this project, I the you know, working on the actual gameplay and working on how things are worded and stuff like that. I'm very much like scatterbrained where I'm, I'm working on it for a little bit and then I'm doing something else and yeah. I'm working on it for again, a little bit and then doing something else. But overall I'm, I'm probably working the same amount of time, but it doesn't feel that way because Joe's work is so concentrated and it's so there, like it's, it's timed on Twitch. You can see that he spent three hours on something or even more than that. You yeah. Know? And, uh, I, I think that's interesting how his experience kind of differs in that sense. Yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, it's very interesting. I think for me as well, when I'm, especially when we have, uh, something set where we're like, okay, these pages need to get done. This section needs to be finished by this time then that's when I really dive deep and I basically don't do anything but have my head buried in the computer until that's mm -hmm. done because I'm also very scatterbrained. So if I stop, I'll forget and mm. you know, it, it'll mess up the whole flow if I like return to it the next day or something. So I always got to start early so I know that I can end late kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely the same way. Way where as I'm going along, and I, I this is just a total random thing, but I really, since I I struggle to concentrate for such an extended period of time, like very very focused. But if I can get in that zone, and I am fully focused on it, and I have a lot of different thoughts that I'm kind of juggling in my brain, all about the same thing that I'm working on right at that time. If someone interrupts me during that time and like all those balls fall to the ground, I just can't handle it. I'm not going to get angry or anything like that, but I find it really difficult to to come back to it and pick them all back up and get in that thought space. You yeah. Know? Yeah. As I feel like sometimes too, it's like, it's such a je ne sais quoi like thing that you're, you're kind of like creating in that moment and you have that idea in your head and all of them are kind of bleeding into one another. And then you're, you're just kind of like pushing it out as you go along as you're working on the computer. And that if that process is interrupted, it really like, I don't know, throws a wrench in the works. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's, you know, the joy and sort of the curse of um, concept creation, game creation, as we're discovering, you know, because we're obviously not seasoned vet veterans or whatever when mm -hmm. it comes to game creation, but we are very... Uh, inspired by it and we we love it so anyways i think that's kind of the whole idea is like i'm putting this together as it comes 
so if it gets interrupted, like you said, then then I have to start over or it's not yeah, as... because those ideas, like they're not fully formed. And it, yeah. when they're not fully formed, if it's interrupted in some way, then they don't stay there hanging out at 75% processed or whatever. It For me, I kind of go back down to ground zero. And it can be one of those things where I feel like sometimes I have lost things that are just, you know it's in my mind and it's kind of there and it's on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> yeah. sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's, uh, you just get interrupted and you lose it. But what are you saying? Yeah, no, I think a, a good example of that. And this, this is where I'll end my little spiel about it, but mm-hmm. is I am also working on a couple different ideas right now. And mm-hmm. right before we moved uh, our house, I was working on this, this new game and I was really in the flow of it, and I I know maybe 50% about how, how the mechanics will work out and how I want things to flow. Mm-hmm. So I've just been creating different mechanics. Just in terms of this game, this is how I'm looking at it, is like make a whole bunch of mechanics and then weed out the ones that don't work, right? So mm-hmm. I was just um, making like draft cards of all these mechanics and just like continually making a big stack. And then we moved and that went away. So now I, I think I'm gonna have to like come at that from a different angle later or something mm-hmm. because I've lost it. Like that's just so so gone out of my mind now, you know? And this, hey, we'll, we'll end this topic in a second, but this actually, uh, I, I feel this way too about some things where if, if I do have to kind of like leave an idea half finished, and then uh, go away from it and then come back later. Sometimes I almost put that off because when I'm going back to it, I'm thinking if if it's just not the same, if I'm not in the same position or the same mindset and then I'm going to lose it and I know that idea will just be gone and I'm not going to be able to get it back. Hmm. You know, It's one of those, I don't know. I, maybe I, I procrastinate a bit too much with stuff like that, to be honest. Yeah, it's just one of those things, I think. Yeah. But today we're pushing the button, and yes. yeah. in our mind, it's—I'd say it's ninety-eight percent finished, really. Well, I, I'd like to think so, um, but the amount of stuff that's come up in the last just couple of weeks, I'm just like, okay. If I've learned anything now, it's that nothing's going to be finished until it's finished. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. I I agree. Because I thought it was finished a while ago, you know, and then it was just like, nope, nope, nope. Even even now, we're like re-uploading little <clears throat> little things here and there. I'm like, okay, now we gotta make sure the Kickstarter is up to date now, as of 20 minutes ago, you know. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I don't. But I I think too, we we can say that it's it's probably there. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So right now. Um, in the midst of all of this Kickstarter mayhem, everything's coming up. We've been trying to figure out the best time to roll out ads on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. We did one a little while ago. This was when do we do it? Was it to when it, was it for our pre-launch? Right? Yeah. When we launched our pre-launch page. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We did an ad just to kind of get a little bit more uh, attention drawn to the page. Mm-hmm. And I think it did did all right, but we didn't pump a lot of money into it or anything. So 
today after launch, I think we'll do another ad. <clears throat> and I'm not sure. Do you think we'll do another one before it ends, maybe halfway through or something? I think we'll have to judge. Yeah, how it's I, going. I agree. Yeah, and how much I, traction that actually gave us and what it did for us. Yeah. And, and I guess we also have to look at money too, like how much we've made versus how much we're putting into promotion, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds then to you like we're very money focused in that sense, which no. I don't think that's the, the goal of our, our company right now. Of course, in the future, if we make this our full-time thing, then it would have to be partly the goal so we could live. But I think right now more it's about just making a good product. And I think we talked about this before on our past episodes where I just want people to be able to see it. Even if they don't like it, that's okay. But just to kind of shout it into the darkness isn't enough for me. I, I, I want it to be seen. Of course, man. I'm like getting your game out there. That, that's... I, I don't know because we haven't done it yet, but that's that must be such a cool feeling of just like, yeah, fuck yes, people are playing this game. You know, like they're sitting down at a table somewhere in the world playing yeah. the game that I did. You know, yeah. I mean, even when when friends play our homebrew stuff mm. and I'm DMing or something, or when we're testing one of the other RPGs that we're going to put out through Ideal Hands. Uh, that feels great, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I'm involved in that. But if so, if someone did their own campaign by themselves of something that I created, I would just be really proud, of course. Of course, yeah. But no, I, I wasn't saying, like, we're focused on money. I was just saying, I think because this is a side, currently, more or less a side project we're doing, mm -hmm. something we hope to become bigger, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, but because it's... It is what it is. We do need to think about just not losing a bunch of money because then yeah. we'll just be like, okay, well, that was another failed attempt. I don't know. It's it's a weird line to to toe. Well, yeah, exactly. Because it's, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I think it's the hardest part is stepping into the market, right? Where we're just completely minnow fish around people that. I mean, there are people that use Kickstarter that are like, like Free League uses Kickstarter. You know, like the Alien mm. RPG was on Kickstarter. <laughs> those are those are hard to compete with. Yeah, to, to get eyes on it. You know, I've been flipping through Kickstarter recently. I mean, we've said this before; we always do. But recently, yeah. when I have been flipping through some stuff, I just I didn't get discouraged, but I did just feel this overwhelming like it's chocked full of stuff like. How are yeah. you supposed to raise your hand and be like, "Hey, check this out too"? You know. Yeah, I would like to uh, speak in in class, please. Yeah, can yeah. I, can, I, can I talk to the class about my little thing that I'm doing here? Yeah. No, it's it's totally. I I agree, and I definitely had that feeling recently too, where it's just like, man, what? I I think again, we okay. This is like the third time we've said we talked about this in a past episode, but. I think it again. It's it's one of those things where you value other people's creations much more than the creations that you make yourself at times. You know. Yeah. I, I, but I think I our one driving force that, is just the passion to get this done. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like I, we we've had different ventures. You and I, uh, oh, yeah, specifically, that 
you know, some of them haven't, they've fallen by the wayside. Some of them, they're, they're in the back burner, blah, blah, blah. But I think this project now is the most passionate I've been about something. You know? Absolutely. Me too. Yeah. And I, I think too, when we started, it was very, um, uh, like a, it was a simple start. We didn't really have these great ambitions of creating something so uh, maybe we wanted to kickstart it, but it wasn't what I think it's become today because yeah. we just all enjoyed working on it so much and we wanted to make it like such a, a nice, beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we did that. And if, if it fails, then that's okay because it oh, was, I'm still proud of what we did. Even if it fails, I'm still proud, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was cathartic to finish it. Yes. You know? Yeah. In that way. Maybe I'm speaking like so aggressively. It, it doesn't matter if it fails. Yeah, yeah. It's cathartic. It's already done. It's already failed. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was cathartic to finish for sure. Okay, Danny. I know what time it is now. What time it's is time it? For kick, time for kick watch. Hey. Kick watch. <laughs> brought right. to you by Idle Hand <laughs> What I'm liking about this is it's kind of, well, it's more of a game for me now of just like, what can I find that looks attractive to me and going blind and just kind of judge mm -hmm. it, judge it based on its look rather than really research it, you know? Totally. And I think to you that that should be uh, highlighted that really a lot of the time that we're doing this kick watch is stuff that we just kind of been browsing. Maybe we saw a little bit. It's not something that we're super researched on. So if you guys hear us say something crazy that the project totally is not, let us know by, honestly, if you say our names three times in the dark in your bathroom and spin, it will appear in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I found one. It's called Vengeance Roll and Fight. Mm -hmm. um, you got the link? It looks so cool. Yeah, it does. It is funded mm -hmm. uh it's also a project we love from kickstarter which i'm really jealous of yeah of course <laughs> it just i chose this purely based on <clears throat> this is something i mean in terms of layout in kickstarter form format this is something that i would like to do because mm -hmm. i just like the the layout it's all very clear the illustration style looks awesome um i don't know what it is exactly yet but that's oh there's lots of videos and reviews and things that's cool but there's um i love their art too yeah same there's miniatures it's a dice based game there's little maps there's cards yeah man this is something i'd be very into oh they have yeah. a whiteboard oh they got dry erase they did, yeah. We looked into that. Yeah. That's for sure. And it seems seemed tough to to print out on that, but I love the dry erase stuff. I think at our level now it's it's tough, but you know, the more we put out these things will be easier to find, come by. Yeah. It's just we've been yeah, so exactly. engulfed in so much other stuff that like sourcing maybe kind of specific things are mm -hmm. a little bit more tough. Well, I think too with in our specific circumstance, we we really wanted to kind of crunch the numbers before we launched the Kickstarter to make sure that we could really follow through with what the pe what 
people were buying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, those those numbers seem to be getting so big that we were worried maybe we couldn't follow through in that sense, you know. If, uh, yeah, I think if we had like a, a hardcover book or something a bit meatier, not mm-hmm. to say that ours isn't, is meaty, but you know what I mean, like just a a big bulky thing, mm-hmm. then of course the add-ons, we could, we could charge more and the add-ons would be greater. We could source that in different ways yeah. you know yeah well i think that's why we started with a micro rpg because it it can in its essence it doesn't have to be media we we have a very specific thing that it's meant to be and that's it and it's something that i think is cool to just have on your shelf you know yeah absolutely okay so yeah. enough about us this <clears throat> is very cool looking they got um just one giant infographic but they have uh it's clearly a video as well. It's an infographic. That's also yeah, a video. Yeah, in there. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess it's just GIFs. But it's so rad. Um, it's really well done. Yeah. I like the look of this a lot. So Mighty Boards is the board game development studio that brought you post-human, post-humans. So was this a creator that then got in touch with Mighty Boards and then they collaborated to, to do this? That's, that's interesting. I've never seen something like that before. I don't know. Because the creator seems to maybe be this, uh, this woman here in the video, the, the one that's not a GIF. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then and maybe she's the head of Mighty Boards, but... And Mighty Boards has released like 68 different projects. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, nice. I, I wonder if people go through studios to then, oh yeah, we partnered with these people. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. That's like a different way to do Kickstarter that I had never really thought of. Well, I guess it's just kind of like getting your game bought by a publisher, right? Yeah, I guess so. In a preemptive way or something, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. a really cool idea. Well, I'm sure Kickstarter's been up for so long. I'm sure stuff like this exists all over. Oh, it's not. Sorry, I was reading it wrong. It's not 69 creative projects. They they back, back 69. 69. They created products. 10. Yeah, created 10. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that someone couldn't make 69 projects. It was just like looking at the quality of their projects, and they were insane. So for one person alone to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and say, if you did create 69 projects, you just gotta stop. Yeah, you stop there. Yeah. You start a new page. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just do micro RPGs all the way up to 420. Yeah, 420. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you straight post it to Reddit, and you say, "I'm done. I'm out of the game. That's it for me, guys." <laughs> Okay, I don't really have much else to say about this except that it looks no, cool. And I think that's okay. That doesn't have to. That's not part of Kickwatch. We can just, you know, you say whatever you want, Danny. All right. Sorry. Yeah, we're done. Next one. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll go to mine. <laughs> we go to mine. So it's a, a Broken Compass Adventure is back. Now this one, when it first came out, I remember seeing it. This. And, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Is yeah. this a Indiana Jones themed RPG, it seems. So did they get the rights to 
Like no, no. Oh uh, yeah, that first picture actually is very Indiana Jones. Well, it's right? the Indiana Jones font they're using as well. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Maybe that font isn't copyrighted. I mean, it's I'm not sure it's not, but I mean, it's a weird thing design-wise to put on just to be like, I don't know. You're like, we're clearly associated with this. I don't. It's very strange mm. to me. Sure, but anyway, sure. let's let's move past that. I just thought that was a bit odd. Well, for this one, for me, just the way, and I'm sure a lot of people bought it because of this as well. The way, if you scroll down to where you can see what the book looks like, or it's a soft touch, elastic band, Ooh, yeah. a pencil holder thing, ribbon, rounded corners, like, I don't know why you don't see more people that don't mess with the actual format or like kind of structure, and not format, format's the wrong word, but the physical structure of the book. Because this is so cool to me. It looks like a notepad. It looks like something that Indiana Jones would have. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I don't know if I like it though. I'm gonna really, yeah, wow. it's a weird thing. I love a hardcover, uh huh, and I, I love a zine, like, I love things that I can uh. collect and like they look good on the shelf together. Again, Maybe. I'm being like a bit of a designer, you know, yeah. hey, me, me, but I, I don't know, this just looks out of place in terms of games, but maybe that's a good thing. I mean, maybe the issue that's holding back people from experimenting is kind of designer snobs like yourself. Yeah, just sure. ruin it for everyone. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this as well with the uh, season one, season two, season three. Yeah, that's cool. Like so that. it is I, like uh, Indiana Jones themed and then Pirates of the Caribbean style. Yeah, they're just doing all the all the greatest hits. Okay, so now I'm back in. That's cool. Wow, you're back in yep. right after that. Didn't take wow. much. Mm. Okay. All right. See, this is why people can't experiment too. Fickle. Fickle people <laughs> like yourself. <laughs> okay. I thought you That's said cool. Kickwatch was, was whatever I wanted it to be, bro. I guess it's more whatever I want it to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's the way a lot of things work. Uh, and the last one I wanted to look at, I just think it's for fun. We are talking about how miniatures are always on here. But I gotta talk about this Space Dwarfs Operation Army 28 millimeter miniatures. I just love the idea of the classical swords and sorcery kind of dwarfs in space. I, if I'm ever playing an RPG where I can be a space dwarf, I will be a space dwarf. Sure. That's cool. Just looks cool. It yeah. just looks cool. I do not like a lot of the design, but I don't like how mm. the very first image you see. I thought you were going to say something so much worse than that. <laughs> I do not like dwarves at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I don't like how the first image is like a computer generated, a computer, you know what I'm saying? Like a digital uh, representation. Yeah, digital rendering. Yeah. yeah. And if you scroll down. Then you see the actual the thing. Exactly. So much better. It's yeah. just like, use that. Like, just get really good shots of that. And I'd be way more in than like. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see the badass sunglasses some of them are wearing? Yeah. They're wearing like Ray-Bans in space. Good for them. Yeah. They've realized that. I like how one of them has the sunglasses, but then also has a visor. That goes over top of his sunglasses. Oh, that's awesome. 
He's, he's, just, he's, he's really he's, afraid of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> As, maybe they fight on the sun. I don't know where space forests go. Hey. You know? Wow. No, that's, that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks really cool. I, I would get those, but I just, every time I get miniatures, I just don't do anything with them. I always say that I'm going to paint them and I'm not good at painting them. And then I just paint one and I think it sucks. And then I just kind of keep them under my bed. Yeah. It's yeah. just the way it goes. All right. Kick watch is over because I say so. Okay. Greg, <laughs> we, should we rename this Greg's kick watch? Yeah. yeah. Or, or uh, Greg and Danny's kick watch led by Greg or uh, edited by Greg's. I don't know. Something like that. We could, we'll spitball the title. Okay. Leave my name out of it next time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I think we just wanted to do this episode cause we wanted to uh, meet up and just kind of get the jitters out about um, starting our launch and, and we're getting excited and just kind of wanted to share the news with everyone. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about too yeah. is so there are a lot of creators on YouTube that uh, review Kickstarter stuff or they focus in on one game that's up or something like that. And I had no idea how those, how those people chose the projects that they were looking at, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they all had their emails on their YouTube. And so I emailed them and said, you know, we're like a new company. Um, this is a test, a test copy. I sent them a test copy of our game just to let you know. And if you're interested in it and stuff like that, you know, maybe we'd, we'd like opinions from fellow creators and stuff. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I was stepping on people's toes or not. You know, I, I just being so new to this scene, I wasn't sure if that was kind of something that was over the line or not. You know, it's, it's hard to tell. Yeah, but I think um, I think it's fine because I think, especially YouTube creators, reviewers, things like that, they want content. So if they are like, "Yeah, cool, I'll I'll review it and it'll give me content," or if they're too big for us, that's also a kind of like you know, imagine back in the '80s when you're like, "My band's got a demo, I'm gonna bring it to." big sharp records or whatever, you know, and they're <laughs> like, what it felt like, yeah. And they just like throw it away. Like I'm never going to listen to this. So either yeah. way, I don't think you're stepping on anyone's toes kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Honestly, I was, I don't care. Uh, or no, that sounds terrible. Um, I, the results of those emails aren't really what I was focused on. I was just trying to focus on being polite and not like making a name for ourselves in the space that makes us look like jerks because hey, that that wasn't what I was going for at all. I just thought it'd be cool to hear back from some fellow creators that do stuff like that. Yeah. That, you know, they have a lot more experience, more experience than we do. You know, I, I'd be interested to hear what they thought. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was all. Yeah. But yeah, tonight, man, I'm, it's, I mean, it's tight tonight for us and in the morning for America. And I'm, I'm really excited. It'll feel cool to push play. Yes. Or, or launch. Or launch, launch, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, launch. We'll have our thumbs in the in the pots and we'll push push play. 
What? What did you say? We'll have our thumbs in the pots and we'll push play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's definitely the way that saying goes. Mm-hmm. What? What is that saying? Got a lot of spoons in different pans. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, do and I don't. I just, I'm loving this. <laughs> Keep going. Got a lot of spatulas and different drawers. Drawers. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I'm trying. What? What is it? Do you know? Mm-hmm. It's killing me. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go and Google that. See how that goes before before we push launch. But. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're we're definitely going to make a couple episodes after the launch. Let you guys know how it goes. If if it if it doesn't go well, then we'll talk about that. And if it does go well, we'll talk about that. We, as we said, this is more of an audio journal, and uh, we're we're just going to keep track of what what's happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Take care. Thanks for checking. Bye.